This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 712, Multiboxing Zombies. Today's sponsor is Audible. Give a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Mendros, and with me I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Oh, hi. Hi, hello. Hi. How are you doing? I am warming my hands up with some tea because it is very cold outside. Yeah. And uh, did I throw you off by going to you first? You sure did. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. I also have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Um, are you sure this is all things Azeroth? It's eight thirty, and we're recording already, so I'm not. I'm not positive if this is actually ATA. I, I'm trying to prepare for next week when we have a special guest who will insist us being on closer to time. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, FYI, guys, uh, next week we're gonna have Ro on. Yay! Yay! Because you know it's pre-expansion. Why wouldn't you have him on? We didn't. Have, we didn't have a pre-BlizzCon episode with him on, so I had to find some way to get him on. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm sure he'll talk about some radio stuff. I'm sure, but whatever. Uh, so toasty. How was your weekend? Well, um, my weekend well was not as. As busy as I had intended to be, um, I I went into the week with high expectations for my playtime. You know, I'm I went in thinking, okay, got Dark Moon Fair, we've got the anniversary event. That's that's so much experience bonuses. Like, how can I not take advantage of that? And then real life got in the way and kind of stopped me from doing that. I, I was able to like resume some of my planned playing time on the Thursday night, which was great. Um, what did I do? I I, oh, I was playing my Hunter again, because of course I was playing my Hunter again. Gotta, gotta, gotta level that up. Turns out, maybe streaming the Thursday was not a great idea for me, because the, the events of earlier that week with uh, some real-life stuff, uh, turns out was weighing on me a little bit more. I was very tired. Like, more tired than I normally am, which is... 
I as like, I I understand like people listening to me say this can are gonna ask like how was Toasty more tired than he normally was? It was it was a rough first half of the week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, didn't didn't get as much play time as I would have liked. But uh, the important thing is I'm I'm doing much better now than I was last That's week. Good. So so hopefully hopefully that trend continues. Ideally, yeah. I hope for your case it does, yeah. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ellie? What did you get up to in WoW last week? In WoW last week, I did some more questing for Two Sides of Every Tale. I'm making some good progress with that, which is nice. And I played my Death Knight a little bit. I'm trying to get her to 50 because she's going to be probably the second tune I take through Shadowlands. Most likely. <laughs> so I got her to 49, halfway through 49 before I just was way too tired and had to go to bed. So I think this week I'll be able to get her to 50, which is really nice because I definitely also wanted to take her through pre-patch and get her some gear and whatnot. And that's about it. Mostly just trying to work on the two sides of every tale and finish up my horde questing and whatnot. I've pretty much finished Nazmir. I did mo- almost all the quests leading into Battle, Battle of Dazarlor. Just started questing in Voldoon, which will be interesting because I've barely spent any time in Voldoon on either tune. And... Yeah, just enjoying the Horde story more than I thought, and I'm learning a lot more about the expansion by seeing that side of things. You very you spent haven't spent a lot of time in Voldoon. That's my favorite zone in Zandalar. It doesn't have my my frogs, <laughs> but it's got the Sethrak, which are which are fantastic. They're this interesting. Is a fantastic race. I, I want to play a snake boy. Do you? Do you? <laughs> Not more than you want to play Tartolan, though, obviously. Obviously. C- come on, Ellie. <laughs> Crazy talk right there. Come on now. I'm insulted. Well, I mean, you, I don't know. You're more excited about the snake people than I thought you'd be. So I had to kind of question you. Uh, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. By me saying <laughs> one sentence about me wanting to play a snake boy, you 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 inferred that I am more excited about them than Tortolan. How often do I talk about Tortolan on this show? I wouldn't say inferred, more used it as ammunition to give you crap. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that's about it for me, Medros. What have you been up to? Um, okay, so I'm going to say that I leveled some characters this week, and one of you is going to ask me if I finally played a warlock, right? Accurate. The answer is yes. Oh yeah, bud. Heck yeah. Uh, so, uh, last week, oh, Wednesday, uh, I was just hopping between alts, uh, doing some stuff, and realized that um, it was, it was, a uh, an invasion happening over in Tiergard Sound, not far from where I was in Forless Harbor on, and I'm like, well, I don't really need that on any of my tunes because I don't have any 
uh, emissary quest for that. But I mean, I could grab my my uh, Lightforge Paladin and do it. So went and did it. Got the rep, got the uh, experience buff, which I completely forgot I was going to get. So between the experience buff from that you get for an hour after doing uh, completing an invasion on a non-max level tune, the uh, anniversary buff, and the drop to have ten lions, uh, that one hour of experience buff got me eight levels. That that's uh, not an insignificant level gain right there. That is not an insignificant <laughs> leveling. Uh, so I was thoroughly pleased with that number. Uh, so next day came and uh, realized uh, that my warlock wasn't in, in Boralus yet. But uh, when I logged on my warlock or my paladin. Uh, automatically it said, go go do the War Council and, and then go to Borlis. So I'm like, well, may as well go do that for the Warlock. So I went over and then uh, couldn't figure out why I couldn't do... Uh, why, how, why I couldn't get to uh, Zandalar, which is, you know, every, every one day it's Zandalar, one day it's Kul'Turas. So I gave up for the day and I was like, whatever. I don't have the time or patience for this right now. So uh, went over and just did other stuff on my alts. And then, uh, I think it was last night in, in Allie's stream, uh, figured out why neither of my characters were getting anything to go over to Zendalar. Even though my, uh, my Lifeforge Paladin hat was at level 30, which is like halfway through the levels you'd get in a, in a expansion, um... And I couldn't figure out like why it wasn't working properly. So uh, figured out that you have to be level thirty-five to open up the um, the quests for the war campaign stuff, which then gives you access to Zandalar as a alliance player. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, whatever. Um, and then today I noticed uh, on my break that a new invasion had started. Uh, so I went and got the buff for my Lightforge Paladin, who has now hit level 30 and can now fly very slowly across the Kul'Turas. And then I was like, well, there's like three hours left. And it's pretty quick to do it on my on my pal Lightforge Paladin. I mean, I'm sure I could probably go do it on my, my Warlock. I mean, lots of time to get my Warlock over there, open up the stuff, and then go up to Stormsong Valley where the invasion was. So I pulled the Warlock over, and uh, she is a level was a level twenty Void Elf Warlock, um, and went over and did the invasion. Died several times before realizing, hey, I should probably have a pet out, a pet for a Warlock. Yeah, that's just, usually helpful. Yeah. Good, good, good just, thing to just have. Maybe, yeah. Uh, probably die a lot less, and I did die a lot less once I realized I should pull my pet out. Uh, it's been a while since I played a warlock, so please forgive me any warlocks out there who are mocking me and screaming at their uh, <laughs> MP3 devices at this point. Uh, I, I accept my my punishment for being a very poor warlock when I don't play warlocks. Uh, anyways, so uh, finally got the pet out, finished up the invasion, uh, got the buff, and after work I did about half an hour of the buff. Uh, and as I said, I started at level 20. And do you want to know what level my warlock is right now? 42. 27. 
All right. So that's pretty good for half of the buff. Um, My goal, or my hope at least, is to get to level 30 so I can get that character flying. And then next time the buff's up, I will be able to get another buff. And I'm hoping for five levels per buff. Uh, I'd really like to get each of these characters up to 40. Because uh, at that point, they'll get fast flying. And then it'll be much easier and much less painful uh, to my ADD brain to go through and do these quests. Uh, and I feel like even though we only have two weeks to go, uh, if I focus and and track and monitor when those invasions are up, I can quite easily get where I need to be and have two more characters level 50 before the end of the expansion. So, Toasty, will you accept level 50 for my Warlock as a successful completion of my original intended and promised goal? Yeah. Okay. And what level is your your Paladin? I've got some catching up to do, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Because, you know... Dude, come on. You can't dude come on me. It's been at least a year. (laughs) It's been been a year for both of us. Yeah, but I played on my Paladin recently. (laughs) I played on my Warlock today. I'm still ahead of you. Come on. Anyways, uh, I actually didn't hate it as much as I thought it would. Uh, I did have to pull up, like, a guide and, like, okay, what should my rotation now be? Because, again... Not a warlock, do not play a warlock, have never played a warlock, other than this crazy agreement I made with a person that's not even on the show anymore and toasty. But I will, as I may, as I promised, get this warlock up to max level and then leave her there. Okay. But, yeah, so I'm um, going to go do some more killing of Ash Veins and... Uh, I think it's now up to freehold for that character. Yay! So, the best place to be. So at, at this point, like, I'm about ten minutes of gameplay away from both my characters being at freehold. Those both of the characters being freehold, which is hilarious to me for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, but the the Lightforged Paladin is actually almost out of rested XP, so that's why I didn't. I'm not doing much on him right now, uh, and I feel like it's really slow building rested XP, which is really annoying. But I can probably get another level or two out of him uh, before he runs out of uh, XP, rested XP fully. And I might just leave him for a couple of days uh, more and miss a couple, miss a, a rep, uh, an experience buff there just to build up his rest XP to maximize what I'm getting out of him. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm hoping for four or five more Drought of Ten Lands for my Warlock, and then three for my my Lightforge Paladin. But, we'll see. Um, overall, I am enjoying it. Um, and I'm very thankful that I have some ex- that I've made some good cash out of Emissaries lately and uh, Paragon caches. Uh, so that I can funnel a little cash towards those characters and actually buy their fast and slow, fly- slow flying when they got it. So, uh, Also, regular flying speed, 
Man, that is so slow. <laughs> it does feel really slow. I forgot how bad it was until I started playing all these alts again. But oh my god, it is it is awful. It is very awful. It, 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 it is feels slower painful. than it feels slower than being on the ground. <laughs> like, I, I realize it's not actually slower, but it feels slower. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I would really appreciate uh, I'll really appreciate getting back to fast flying. And I think I, after I do some leveling on on, a, on one of those characters, I might just like pop over and just fly around in a fast flying character for a while, just so I feel like better. <laughs> like it, just, it was really like I, I decided I was not going to take the bird. Like I was going to pay for a flight from Freehold uh, over to um, to Borlas Harbor. I think I got to the next hop in the thing, and I'm like, nope, nope, that, nope, that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to buy a bird, and I'm just going to walk away for however long it takes to fly there. Because there's no way I'm fly- slow flying all the way to Borlas Harbor. Let's face uh, it, like, the, 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 like those flight point breaks are 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 there for a reason. You know, you you hop on a flight point, you go grab a drink of water, maybe run to the bathroom. Do, you know, it's it's the perfect AFK time. Take advantage of do, it. Do you remember when we had to manually hop between flight points? Like, fly to one, and then fly to the next, and fly to the next. I don't next. think I was playing during that time. Vaguely? Okay. Wasn't that still in BC? Uh, it might have changed for, for Wrath. Yeah, because I, 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 I started early BC, and it, that rings a really vague bell like in the back of my mind, going ding, ding, ding. Just like that. Uh, when, I, when I came in for Wrath, I know I was able to just pick my final destination. Yeah. Uh, it, it was painful. Everybody remembers... Arlene is an old school player like me. Uh, like I remember, I remember having to fly from Teldrassil to Ongoro. Oh God! And like, okay, That's like fifty flight stops right there. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on this flight point, you know, and make myself a quick snack. Yeah, uh, catch much. up with my parents. Yep. Uh, flying in WoW is interesting. Um. But yeah, so I, I leveled characters this week. Uh, I actually, and I actually got pretty good headway. Uh, it, it does help that there's a better leveling, and, and it does, leveling is faster. And these are all zones that I'm very familiar with still, so um, it, it's very helpful to have that option uh, and have that boost in, in how quickly it is. Um, it, it feels, after having just gone through this on three characters right before pre-patch, uh, to get them up to where they need to be, it felt like it, it feels much better to level, you know, eight times in the span of what we used to do, maybe two levels. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice to nice to have that feeling of oh, I'm I'm really this is going real fast. I like this, so it's good. Um. But yeah, that was kind of my week. Uh, I did a bit of uh, gold farming on uh, using Paragons a bit as well, uh, trying to keep up on the uh, on the emissary quests each day for all my characters. Um, I think it's been what two weeks since we had the uh, the world quest thing, right? Uh, I thought that was last week. 
Was it last week? No, it was. It was. It was the week of, that would have been launch week. So the week of the twenty seventh. So two weeks ago, yeah. Uh, characters that completed that are now out of out of resources, which is hilarious to me. Um, but they've they've done well with it. They've gotten a lot of uh, mission table stuff done, um, so it's good. Uh, I'm probably gonna buy some of the uh, resource caches and send them over to alts that I don't really feel like they need to go out and like spend significant time trying to farm up world quest uh, resource quests. Uh, but they can, they can, they can have a few, you know, couple a thousand resources to just get them through to the end of the expansion in a couple weeks. So, um, and I did, I did officially hit six hundred thousand gold on my mule. So, uh, I am well stocked on that for a while, and um, I feel like I feel like I'm in a better position. In a lot of ways now than I was going into uh, into BFA, uh, and then I realized when I looked at TSM that today, when I was uh, adding some stuff to my uh, auction uh, UI, that um, it actually tracks how much gold the character the character has, and and my my thing is is very much a downward track. Uh, Apparently, back in 2018, I had 3.3 million gold. Um, that's changed significantly since then. So, 2018, um, that would have been when that that would have been when BFA launched, right? 2018, around there, yeah. So, uh, so BFA was pretty much a downward financial trip for me the entire time. I mean, so you went from about three million to just north of 600k. Uh, I will say I went from three million, uh, actually three point two, three point three million or so, uh, down to about a hundred k before I started actually building it back up. So, so here, here's 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 my gold progression since the start <laughs> okay. of BFA. Started BFA with uh, just north of one and a half million. Okay. And keep in mind, I only, the only reason I had that much gold was because Fan was switching back to his original server. Okay. And he was abandoning his Dalaran characters. He's like, well, I'm, I'm not planning on playing these guys again. So so here's a bunch of gold. Like, sweet. One and a half million gold. That's, that's not bad. Hopefully I can maintain that. Spoiler, I did not. <laughs> um... I think last time I checked, I have just north of 65k. You know what? Let's say 69k. Nice. Um, what did it all go to? I have to ask. Um, I bought a bunch of gold mounts, basically. Like, mounts I didn't have that um, I could just buy on the auction house. That's that's most of what that money was spent on, like in terms of uh, raid consumables and all that other stuff. Like I was, I'm able, my other activities in WoW, pay enough to like keep that at a pretty even keel. It's just, I like my shinies. I bought a lot of mounts, and for some reason, I bought some pets. Ask me the last time I had a a, a pet out on my warrior. 
When's the last time you had a pet on your warrior? Uh, probably March. But or why? whenever we when or basically whenever we were still raiding is when I last had a character a pet on my warrior. As for why, I can't really answer that question. I just I continuously forget about them. <laughs> and and to nobody's surprise, I'm sure it was it's always the Tortolan pet. It is a really I'm, cute pet. I'm shocked. Yeah, I and I give it the thing that make the, the, the biscuit that makes it grow in size. So it's an even bigger tortolan. Yeah. It's a so joke that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I'm saying is I am not smart with my wild money, which is not a surprise to me considering how smart I am with my IRL money. Like, I could have easily maintained one and a half million gold and just, for some reason, actively chose not to. But what, you know, whatever. Right, then. I, can, I can still pay for my all, all my consumables and all that stuff for raid. That's all that matters. That's the only stuff I need to spend gold on in WoW. So I'm good. Alright then. You do you, man. I will. You. All right, you do. Go, you, you do that. All right. Well, if, I, if, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do stuff, if you're done, uh, well, is it okay I, if I? I, I, I just want to know if anybody here has anything they'd like to share about any news regarding stuff they're working on that happened this week. Like anybody who's joined a, net, a network or, or part of a new production initiative. Maybe. We don't share that with us at all. Uh, I don't know if I'd say joined. I mean, yeah, kind of. Well, not in the proper you, sense. You, you have uh, part, begin to partake in a new initiative. I, I have. This was going to be my shout out, but I can I can talk about it now if you want. If you want, you wait till you shout out. It's fine. No, you you brought it up. I, I, now I got to talk about it. We can we can bury the lead <laughs> until the end of the show. Or I can just or I can just talk about it now. It's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. So many of you probably know about Wow Radio way back in the day, how they had this great twenty-four hour, seven day a week stream. They played all their shows and reruns of shows and whatnot. I, I know Medros doesn't know anything about that or anything. No, never heard of it. No, no. Uh, so you know, Warcraft Radio is you know Wow Radio is now Warcraft Radio. And today they actually just announced that they are rebooting their radio station stream. Yeah. <laughs> I like how when the producers are in chat, you know, acting like they don't know about it. Good job, Manny. Um, so <laughs> they, you know, obviously they have all of, you know, the Warcraft radio shows are going to be on it and playing at scheduled times. And it's really fun because when it, a show goes live, you know, people are, you know, chatting about it in the discord and while they're all listening to it together and it makes it a little bit easier to listen to some shows as you would a radio station when you're out and about doing everything. And there's even an app for it on the phone, which is really great. If you look up Warcraft radio, you'll find it. But um, they also brought on a couple of shows, not as an official member of their network, more as 
being involved in the radio part of it as syndication kind of thing. And my show Dungeon Fables is one of them. Which is exciting and scary all at once. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be, I think, this upcoming Sunday is when it's going to go on first. If so only we had sure somebody it's... in chat who could clarify exactly when that might happen. Unfortunately. I think it's starting. I think I think my first show is going to go out this Sunday, but I'm not 100% positive. So is that. it like your your current show plays there after you release it? Or how's that working? Um, it, if you know, of course. So it'll, it'll be my, it'll, to my knowledge, it'll be my current show. So it'll be... And I'm going to actually, I'm going to delay my, the release of my show for the public um, until like right after it goes on Warcraft Radio. But then my, my, my patrons are going to get it Saturday like normal because, you know, patrons, but they don't know that yet. <laughs> but that's my plan. And don't worry, they won't hear about it until Saturday, until Tuesday, Thursday at least. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, um, and... Yeah, so it'll play on Warcraft Radio, and then I'll publish it out into the world like normal. That way, you know, if people want to listen to it together for the first time and, like, chat, like, while it's playing on the radio, you know, that's that's an option. And maybe start something where we're all, like, running the dungeon at the same time while we're listening to the episode. I, I don't know. But either way, it's, it's, it's really cool. I'm really glad they brought this back, and it's a fun way to discover new shows... It's nice to have a geeky radio station playing in the background while you're adulting and whatnot. So it's it's pretty great, pretty great. So will your will the release schedule for your shows be moving now to just every every week after it's aired on Wild Radio? That's my plan. I do have the freedom to release it when I want, but that is kind of just what I've decided to do. Plus, I wanted to think of something, some more things I could do for my patrons as a special thing. And this kind of gives me that chance to give them the show a little early too. So that's that's something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So um, I'm pretty excited. And if you go to warcraftrio.com, I think it's warcraftrio.com slash live if you want to go to the actual website for it. But if you go to warcraftrio's website, you'll see all about it. And maybe you will find a new show that you really like. And get to, you know, get in a chat channel with a bunch of people and just geek out and have fun. Very cool. Congratulations on that, Allie. Thanks. I'm going to talk about this week in WoW now, if that's okay. Yeah, we've been at it for a while. It's probably a good idea. Uh, all right. So this week in WoW, we've got the Battleground bonus event. Starts on November 10th, runs until the 16th. We've also got the PvP brawl South Shore versus Terran Mill running November 10th to the 16th. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we've got the Moonkin Festival starting on November 12th, and we've also got the pre-patch event for Shadowlands starting this week. Um, right now, it's just the first week of content. Surprise, surprise. So the first week of pre-patch content doesn't really have a whole bunch to it. Uh, you've got some quest lines that you'll find in both the Capital Cities and in Northrend, uh, Capital Cities is a bit spoilery, so I won't get into that too much. The But the Northrend quests, uh, just basically, it's a quest line to unlock the series of dailies that you can do while, while in 
Northrend and also the various rare mobs around the Ice Crown area um, representing bosses of the past with reflavored loot will also be available. Um, and that's it. Oh, by, by the way, if you're worried about, you know, re returning from Exile's Reach after you start, after you've gone through that experience and coming to the capital cities and, you know, facing a horde of zombies, uh, don't worry about that. You're going to get a buff, a debuff on you, rather, called New Recruit, which makes you immune from the events of the pre-patch. So you won't instantly die. So, yay! Uh, and that's it. That's what we've got coming up this week. Uh, Medros, why don't you talk to us about the, the thing that everybody's talking about in the land of war, uh, uh, in the land of wow, uh, recently. Sure. Uh, so the barber shop has got some great new customizations that everybody just loves. Uh, that, that 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 wasn't that wasn't it. <laughs> no, it wasn't. So, uh, Blizzard announced uh, Tuesday of last week. Uh, you know, the day after we did our show. Uh, somehow, that always seems to happen. I don't know why. Uh, they announced a change uh, to a long-held policy. Uh, so, multi-boxing has been a thing in World of Warcraft, pretty much like. A Halfway through vanilla or so is when I started noticing it. Um, it's basically people who, through various measures, are controlling multiple characters at once. Uh, I recall seeing a team of five shamans that all just seemed to happen to cast the exact same thing at the exact same time. And that's kind of when I realized multi this is actually like somebody controlling all, thing, all, all this. Uh, never really interested in me uh, myself. But there's lots of people who just love that they pretty much do a dungeon themselves. Uh, they can take on pretty much anything aside from world bosses, and in some cases, actually world bosses, uh, and not have a problem. So, for a long time, this was considered acceptable by Blizzard. Uh, they had no issue with it, they said it was fine. Um, they didn't feel it was breaking any of the rules. And, uh, at this point, unfortunately, World of Warcraft has evolved. Uh, their policies also evolved to support the health of the game and the needs of the players, as they say in this post. Uh, they said they've, they've examined the use of third-party input broadcasting software, which allows a single keystroke or action to be automated, automatically mirrored to multiple game clients, and they feel they've seen an increasingly negative effect this has had on the game. Uh, the, the softwares are also used for botting, for uh, automated gameplay, and they feel like that has now reached the point where it's no longer an acceptable use of the game. Now, um, they aren't immediately banning it, uh, but they are increasingly warning people and notifying them that this is now a problem for the company. So they said that we'll, they'll soon issue, begin issue warnings to all players who are detected using these so pieces of software. Uh, and uh, 
basically this is to let people know who may not be aware of it that this is a, a problem and they need to resolve this by stopping stopping using the software. Uh, af- soon after those warnings, uh, they will escalate account actions, which may include suspensions and, if, if necessary, permanent closure of the player's World of Warcraft accounts. Um, they strongly advise people to stop using the software immediately to maintain uninterrupted access to World of Warcraft. So, the the overall thing is basically multi-boxing as fun of a piece of gameplay as it is for some people, it just too negatively impacts the player base uh, and Blizzard has had to take action. Now, you, you can argue the point, and I'm sure many have argued the point. Uh, they have already started sending out warnings to players. Um, so there are a number of people who've already received warnings for this. Uh, and I've been told basically, you're doing this, it's no longer okay. Please stop doing that or we'll have to take further action. Um, now, there, there's... There's a number of ways this can be uh, approached. Now, input software is one way to do multiboxing. It is the most efficient and elegant way to do it. Um, I know people who used to do it just by... They had five game clients open, and they would basically have a main, and they'd have all their other characters following that character, and then just assist. Um... That takes a lot of resources and a lot of energy to do that. So uh, the 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 issue here is that the the, the original post led people to believe that multiboxing was bannable, and it's not. Uh, you can have multiple game clients running on your computer at the same time. Uh, the issue is the use of the input software. So the software used to control multiple game clients with one keyboard press. Um, that is considered botting and is now considered cheating. Uh, if you are one of those players who multi-bo- multi-boxes by having one character follow others around the game world, you are still fine. Uh, that is to, to me that's still fine. It's, again, the input software that is the problem. Uh, how do you guys feel about this change? So, first off, I, I, I've dabbled, I dabbled in multiboxing a little bit when I first started playing. It was fun, but like Medro said, it was a bit clunky because I did the, the follow thing with the assist and, well, it was fun for a little bit and like, I didn't, I didn't pay for another account. I just did it on a trial account to see if I would actually enjoy it. It was a bit clunky and I didn't really want to put the time into like figuring out new software and doing it the way other people do it. Um, as for my thoughts on how this uh, on this change, I mean, while I don't actively participate in the auction house and all that, you know, one of the comments, one of the common comments when it comes to multiboxing is the effect that it has on the economy because of the because of the like the nodes that can be tapped by multiple people in an effort to like stop to uh, in an effort to 
like make it a bit easier for people to farm herbs and stuff. Unfortunately, multi-boxers had been able to had a bit of an unfair advantage to that because they were able to tap out that specific known. And, you know, they were able to amass large amounts of materials to list on the auction house and, you know, gain the upper hand just by sheer volume. Yeah. Which was not great. I mean, it, it definitely resulted in a in a very real advantage for those players in terms of uh, acquiring gold. And, yeah, and, you know, you got the element of the world PvP thing. Especially if you're coming across that one dude. I can't remember who it is, but he plays like 40 characters at a time. It's a full raid group. And, you know, just raffle stomp somebody in world PvP. That's not fun for those guys either. Fun for him. And from what I understand, you know, there, there was an audience for that kind of gameplay. He, he, he I believe he streamed that that happening and all that. And while, you know, the first time, like, okay, ah, that's kind of funny. If you if it keeps happening to to you, like, you're not going to enjoy that a lot. So, you know, making making it a bit harder for people to do to do this kind of stuff in terms of limiting the software. And all that, that, I'm okay with that. If they want to go through the more clunky way of doing it or, you know, not depend on software altogether and just somehow do it mechanically. I'm picturing somebody with 40 keyboards with some weird rigging that presses the same button on each one at the same time. Well, which is not efficient at all, and I doubt anybody would go to those lengths, but it's just funny to picture in my head. Like, you're able to do that. Like like you said, Metros, multiboxing is not... The, the 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 action of multiboxing is not a bannable thing. It's the specific use of this software that's the problem. So for some people who want to approach it in the more clunky way, they can still do that. And you know, they're not gonna get the same experience out of it, which is unfortunate for them. Like like Blizzard said, they gotta look out for the majority of the players, and the majority of the players didn't like the unfair advantage that that these players were given as a result of multiboxing and using the software. And I gotta say, I'm, I'm on Blizzard's side of this. What about you, Ellie? I'm okay with this decision. I think I can see how some people are frustrated with it. And admittedly, I've never done any kind of multiboxing. I can see the use for if you're trying to level an alt or whatever. But to me, it always kind of just, it felt a little dirty to me. kind of felt a little cheating, especially, you know, you talked about Toasty with it. With farming and getting, you know, a bunch of stuff to pawn the auction house, a gamer gold. Like it just, it never quite felt right to me. And I think this is a decent compromise you know, trying to decrease the amount of bots and those who would use it for their gain in a cheating kind of fashion versus those who may want to, for example, have a second account up and have 
another character follow them around, like say significant others character follow them around, level them or whatever. They can still do that if they want. They just can't use a third party program to do the keystrokes and whatnot. So I'm I'm okay with this myself. I know not everyone feels that way, but I think this is a good decision overall for the health of the game. I know that yeah, there I, are people... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I know that there are people who are upset about the about them announcing it after the pre-orders were announced and all that, and the people have bought the pre-orders or bought the games and all that other stuff. And yeah, that is a legitimate reason to be upset, and for a little while there, it looked as though, like, according to some Reddit post... According to a Reddit post where somebody, where a game master had replied that only one of the copies was going to get refunded, that would have been real. That would have been real bad. Fortunately, um, Blizzard has come out and said that that was a mistake, and you know they will definitely refund any instances, any all the instances of Shadowlands for these people. So at least they're not out that money. Which that was a bad look for about a day. Yeah. What were you going to say, Medros? I, I just feel like there are there are definitely two sides to this. Um, there are there's a side of well, it's always been allowed. Why why stop it now? But I know back when Multibox first started picking up speed, um, there was a lot of discussions in the community about how is multiboxing any different than a bo- a, a gold farmer that just has five accounts instead of one. Um, and it was it was always felt by, by players that I had talked to back then as very borderline of what is acceptable to the player base. So I'm not super surprised to hear that uh, some of the player base uh, is very happy with this. Uh, I'm not surprised to see this happen. I, I'm honestly, I was honestly surprised it didn't happen back then. But I assume that multibox has got more complicated and more complex and more uh, bot-like than it used to be. Um, and I assume there's also players that have actually been abusing that system, uh, and and thus the cause of this decision to to begin this rule. So. Uh, while I understand it, it inconveniences some people and makes people unhappy. Uh, it, yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, you can still get refunds for your Shadowlands copies. Um, you can send everything over from your characters one ca- one account at a time. Uh, you can you can retire those characters in Battle for Azeroth and find something else to do with your your money. Um, but if this makes you leave the game, if you don't, if you can't play just one account, if you don't enjoy it with just one account, um, then maybe it's time to move on to another game. But, uh, in the end, this is Blizzard's game. They make this game, they administrate this, administer the game, uh, they are the ones who have the final say on what is acceptable and what is not. Uh, and they're saying here that, uh, this is no longer acceptable, so... Yeah. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we won't lose some players that are valuable to some, um, and I hope that uh, the player base understands where Blizzard's coming from on this one. 
Yeah, at the end of the day, like yeah. they said in their post, like they're they're doing this in the interest of the majority of players, and there are there's clearly been a large number of players who have felt disadvantaged by this kind of playstyle, and that's not fair to them. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's it it it's the it's the rules. It's a change, and now we get to move on to. To what is is next in our, next for the for the game, and um, hopefully those players will become normal single account players uh, instead of trying to take the route of, of finding a way around this rule or uh, or something like that. So we'll see. Like I said, so let's I'm move just... on to our next. Oh, sure, good. Like I said, I'm just imagining somebody who is really dedicated to this whole multi boxing lifestyle. And has like five keyboards set up on their desk, and they're all like mechanically linked, like some sort of weird contraption that presses W for them at the same time and goes through all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is hilarious to me, but like not at all feasible. But again, like, and their mice would have to be connected to some sort of weird mouse rig that moves all five mu- 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 uh, all five of the mice at the same time. Oh, there's so many there's so many possibilities with like the crazy contraptions we could see come out of this if someone were so dedicated. All right, uh, let's move on to our next batch of topics. We've got a bunch of beta changes. Not not, not a lot of not a lot of stuff that is of huge significance. There's of course a bit of a balance patch balance pass that has happened, and if you're really interested in those raw numbers, you can go ahead and check those out. Wowhead has them all nicely grouped in a single post. Um, there are, there were some, I don't want to say major changes. They're not major changes. Uh, minor adjustments that probably needed a bit more explaining, uh, done for them for some classes, uh, hunters, shaman, demon hunter, and priests specifically, uh, demon hunter, uh, sorry, hunters, uh, saw a change to their true shot ability. So basically, while True Shot is active, all focus generated is increased by 50% from abilities such as Steady Shot. And your passive focus regeneration is also increased by 50% for its duration. So, bit of an adjustment with your focus regen there, Hunters. Shaman had a much more substantial update, which uh, I'm not going to go over because I'm not going to pretend to understand any of this stuff, not having played a Shaman extensively. Uh, but... Uh, Looks as though there's been like significant changes to either percentage of percent like damage percentage or debuff duration, cooldown numbers, etc., etc. Again, Blizzard has made a post on that, specifically addressing those changes and their reasoning behind it. Uh, there was also something, some reworks done with the Demon Hunter Covenant ability, specifically. Uh, fodder to the flame uh, again I'm not going to talk too much of that because I don't know anything about this ability and its interaction with demon hunter stuff but go ahead and check out the post for that and uh, there were some changes to some priest some priest things that I'm going to have Ali actually talk about a little bit because you know resident priest <laughs> yes so they took a look at the Necrolord Priest ability, which is Unholy Nova, and made a very logical change in it. 
in that instead of you having to try to be in melee or around people, Necrolord priests have learned a technique that allows them to hurl Unholy Nova onto a targeted enemy or ally. So instead of having to awkwardly get into melee range or by people and do the Unholy Nova, much like a Holy Nova, you can just chuck it out there where you want it to land and it'll do its damage and healing and stuff, which makes it more logical. The her whole idea is to at least make it more of a compelling choice compared to the other covenant abilities. To me, it still seems more compelling than Ardenweald and that's where I'm going. So it is what it is, <laughs> but I'm glad this was a change they made because it makes so much more sense than trying to have to force them into melee range, which causes issues and stuff. And the other change is for Shadow Crash, which is this basically like a shadow missile you like throw out there like at range. It does an AOE ability. It's actually a lot of fun. I've always liked Shadow Crash and always felt pretty cool with its one charge. You know, you throw it at range, but it shares a talent row with Auspicious Spirits, which ends up being the best one anyways. And it still might be, we'll see. <laughs> For a while, they were playing around with the idea of Shadow Crash having three charges, but that did not feel good to a lot of players that listened to the feedback. So they moved it back so it's still one charge. It has a 30 second cooldown and they made it so it deals more damage, which intrigues me. Like I said, it's, it's a fun ability. I always liked using it. I don't know if it's going to be enough to make it more appealing than Auspicious Spirits, which is like, you know, those those little like shadowy forms that like emanate right, from yeah. me towards those are the Auspicious Spirits. So I don't know if this is going to make it more appealing than Auspicious Spirits. I don't know if it's going to do more damage, but we'll have to see. But their whole idea is to try to make it more of an option for those who do want to take it and not feel like you're being punished for not taking auspicious spirits, basically. So we'll see how that goes. I, I'm, I'm, I want to see in practice with numbers and whatnot. I need to, I haven't had a chance to get into beta yet and see and feel this change and look at numbers and whatnot. So uh, we'll have to see how that works out. Yeah. I mean, just based on that, hopefully that does the job of making at least Making at least like an option that you're not gonna get, you know, you're not gonna get uh, crap from your from your buddies about taking that, right? Like, like it's, you know, how sometimes you have those spells that you can almost feel doing. Like this is yeah. this is one of those. Like I felt myself chucking that shadow missile out there and felt the damage. Like it was just. It was a really cool spell back when I was using it, you know, back in the earlier days of BFA. So I'm glad they gave it a bit of a buff with it having to deal more damage. And we'll, like I said, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like there, there was a time when Bladestorm was not the optimal choice for a Fury Warrior. And, you know, I'd ha at the time I was running with the guild who... Uh, who, who liked putting? Who, who liked you know the running the optimal builds for whatever right. for what we were running and all that? Then like they would it would always be toasty. Why 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 are you picking a blade storm? That's the worst of the three options. 
Yeah, I think it was Avatar and Stormhammer. Or Avatar and Stormbolt, maybe? Uh, or maybe Avatar and... It, it was Avatar and something else in the same talent row. And, like, pick pick this other... Th- it is so much better for you. Your DPS is going to go up. Yeah, but, like... Bladestorm is one of those abilities where the minute I had access to it, that's what I went with, and I just kept with it. It's, it was... It was for, for me, it was the defining ability for the warrior. Like, I... And... You know, having and 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 having people be like, no, it's not great. Don't go with that. Like, it it, it sucked, and you know, eventually I I relented. So you know, if if just have even just having them be comparable would be fantastic, and it looks like that's what they're trying to do with this. So hopefully it works out. Yeah, Ellie, maybe you'll have to report back at some point. Whenever yeah, well, you have a chance to play Shadow. Once I get, once I, well, and <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard yet. We'll see. It sounds like we have a lot of healers, so I might be playing more Shadow this expansion, or at least, you know, the first tier before people fade away. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, other changes that were made uh, within this beta build of Shaman's Manatide has seen a bit of a rework. Uh, before the if you had multiple mana tides in a group, it would it would skill multiplic multiplic yeah multi multiplicativity multiplicatively mul- <laughs> wow that is a hard word to say multi multi multiplicatively <laughs> in like yeah basically if you had more mana totems mana tide totems it would it would uh, basically double. So if you had if you had zero manatide totems in a group, your mana regen per five seconds was around two thousand. You had one, it would go to four thousand, and then two would give you eight thousand, three would give you sixteen thousand, and four would give you thirty-two thousand mana regen um, MP five. They've made the, they made a change with that because obviously getting that much mana. On a three-minute cooldown, uh, kind of broken. It's hilariously broken. That that's a lot of mana to regen every three minutes, especially considering um, like the mana pools at level cap are, according to this post, around the uh, fifty thousand mark. So they've. They've, they've changed it so that instead of going multiplic- multiplicatively, <laughs> geez, it's um, it's an additive thing. So basically every manatide totem that you add to the drop would only increase it by another 2,000. So again, you got your base of two, and then one would give you four, two, six, three, eight, four, ten thousand. It's a much more reasonable amount of mana regen. Which, like, makes it not so broken. And hopefully, you know, doesn't... It will prevent people from wanting to stack Shaman in their raids. I doubt they would go a full Shaman thing, because... Like, tank healing would probably be a bit hard with Resto Shaman, from what I remember. 
but maybe with all that mana region, it wouldn't be. Who knows? Either way, they've changed the way Manatide Totem works. So it's a bit more reasonable. Um, so that's, that's about it for like the class changes and all that. There was one other change to the Shadowlands armor kits. Now, previously, uh, you could apply them... You could apply four different armor kits to your gear, uh, to your chest, legs, hands, or feet. And it would increase uh, your armor by... Uh, I can't remember what the old amount was. Uh, but it would increase your armor by a certain amount for two hours, so it would give you a temporary armor buff. Uh, that's been changed now. So now there's just the armor kit for the one slot, specifically the chest. And depending on the quality of the armor kit, it'll either be 16 or 32 for two hours. So again, it kind of... Kind of, uh... Makes that whole applying an armor kit thing a less clunky. You're not going to have to worry about reapplying this buff to yourself every two, four times every two hours. So now it's just the one. So I'm not sure how many people are going to be willing to do that, but maybe with... Like, I haven't toyed around with the armor kit personally and see how much of a difference it makes. Maybe it makes a big difference. I don't know. But either way, it, it makes that whole armor kit use a little less clunky, which is good. I remember when armor kits just applied like an enchant. Right. That might be before your time, Toasty. Probably. <laughs> yeah, th that's th those are the big highlights from the beta builds this week. Uh, as usual, Wowhead has done a great job summing, sum uh, summarizing all this stuff. So if you want to get into it a bit, not summarizing, put it, aggregating all this information. So if you want to get more in depth with all that, go ahead and check out their posts about it. It's just a lot of tiny number adjustments that we talked. I think I feel like we talked about like the bigger ones. All right. Well, let's talk about our sponsor. All right. So today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to listen to The Answer Is A Reflection of My Life. Let's have a listen of the tabloids and any writer out there who is looking to publish an unauthorized biography that would rely on old clips and fake news or is there more to it than that see how bright he is that started me thinking what is my goal here is there more to it than that like most people i want to be liked and i want people to know a little bit more about the person they have been cheering on for the past year Sure, staying ahead of the tabloids is part of the reason also. Once I made the decision to proceed, I quickly determined what the book would not be. This is not going to be a standard memoir. We're just hitting the highlights. It's a series of quick look-ins, revelations. It's an aperçu of Alex Trebek, human being. What is he like? What has he done? How did he screw up? Things like that. So once again, that was The Answer Is, A Reflection of My Life, 
Written by Alex Trebek and narrated by Alex Trebek and Ken Jennings. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. All right. So, Ali, you're going to read off a bunch of stuff here. Yeah. From all of our from all of our fantastic listeners. Who is your favorite character to hate and why? Oh, my. Well... WikiBH says Magtha Grimtotem because she's such a backstabber. I don't care that she's a shaman follower in Legion. She needs to be a boss so we can take her out. That actually doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Jared RPG says Kel'Thuzad. He's insanely powerful, but is grossly unable to make any of his plans stick. Also, I sometimes imagine that in his phylactery, it's actually just Robin Williams' genie. Infinite cosmic power! Itty bitty living space. <laughs> Dragonred says Nerzul, because he's basically a reason, unless the idea was originally the jailers, why there is a Lich King. That said, I think the real question is which dead villain are we getting back since it would seem that we would be going to, into the Shadowlands means we will either run into them or. Give them a way to return if that's what we end up doing. Seraphis says, fruit vendor. <laughs> the smug SOB has it coming. Just selling his damn fruit and dollar in. Who the hell does he think he is anyways? <laughs> okay. And Manny says, I'm going to say Rathion because he's the high lord of the paladins. He never raids anymore. And he doesn't feel like all villains need a redemption arc because sometimes people are just evil. <laughs> I, mm, mm. Um, mm. um, Manny, uh, I, I think you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, well, thank you, everyone. Well done. Those were some fun answers. For sure. And we look forward to hearing your answer for next week's question, which is, what are your thoughts to the policy updates surrounding input broadcast software and its effects on multiboxing? I feel like we've pretty much summed up our thoughts on it. Yeah. But we, yeah. Hope, we hope to hear from you guys. All right. Time for shutouts. Those to you first. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Desmafisto. He had a great week last week. He he got he got partner on Twitch, which I know he's been working on getting for some time. He also f discovered that he had a tribute item given to him in Shadowlands called Desm's Fisto's Plate Gloves. It's a That's set awesome. of plate gloves um, with 42 haste and 27 mastery. Which for the for you quick math wizards. Adds up to 69, which is very nice. Perfect. Desma Fisto is... If you don't know who Desma Fisto is, he's a fantastic streamer. Uh, focuses mostly on the speed uh, speed leveling aspect of the game. Um, but uh, he also does a lot of great fundraising for in the support of a bunch of different mental health organizations, including the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, Joyful Heart Foundation, and uh, he even did some fundraising for the California Fire Foundation. He's raised a lot of money for a lot of good causes, and if you have a chance to support him, I suggest doing so. He's 
a fantastic person. Uh, Ali, what about you? Well, I kind of already talked about earlier, but I'm going to give a shout out to Warcraft Radio and all the individuals who worked hard on the radio <laughs> to bring it all together because they take a lot of organizing and a lot of work behind the scenes and whatnot. So just shout out to everyone who worked on that. Medros? Yeah, uh, my shout out is going to be uh, to the family of Alex Trebek and all that knew him uh, personally or through his uh, nearly 40 years uh, as the host of Jeopardy. Um, he was a legendary Canadian, uh, one of the few that I can think of that is active in my life, uh, in my lifetime. Uh, very few have the, the reputation as, as just a genuinely good person uh, in in their time in the spotlight. So um, I am sad at the passing of him and, uh, you know, uh, the, the words what is will never never quite mean the same thing again. So, um... Uh, shout out to uh, to him for all that he did to make uh, people's lives better. Agreed. Man, I'm always always bringing the show down. Jeez. <laughs> well, that's that 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 one's on just it's a 2020 man. 2020. Yeah, it gave us a good one good day, one good day, and then we could then we're done. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, let us wrap up the show. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at one seven eight five ATA Well Five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things AZ. Join our new battlenet group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty Stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find the show over on Twitter at allthingsaz. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Ali is at Aliandros K. I'm at ToastyPostyKen. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of another zombie invasion. Why do we not get rid of these zombies? Why do we not just kill them all off already? Jeez. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.